Welcome to another edition of Anthology Obscura. I'm Louie, and I'm joined by... Me, it's Sam. Hi. And I'm here, too. Who are you, <laughs> sir? Manny. <laughs> Manny is here. Manny here. in the house. I'm here. That's a, that's a, that's the that's the most you're getting. I'm here. Uh, I'm here. Now I'm you're just going to hit mute, and we're done. <laughs> He's checking out after this. And, and Sam is here, too, after... Uh, disappearing for a little while you're back i'm back unfortunately i um i have to apparently i have to work for a living (laughs) you have to make money i cannot believe it they came to my door asking for rent and i was like who are you yeah (laughs) damn you job i've been working a lot (laughs) hopefully hopefully you start making more appearances sammy but yes it's the spooky season so we've got to cover a spooky season-inspired anthology TV show. Now, this is the show we're revisiting. Last time, Sammy, it was me, you, and Chris mm-hmm. talking about The Haunting Hour. We covered the, I think it's like The Luck of the Irish or something. It's the one with the leprechaun. We did a... Yeah, we did a pot, pot of luck or... Pot, luck yeah. Of, yeah, something like luck that. Of, luck of the Irish of some kind. Something along those lines. Um, but we did kind of more of a watch-along commentary with yeah. that one. We didn't dive deep into what the show is. We might have talked about it a little bit at the top, that it's a children or family-themed horror anthology TV show. Now, before yeah. we hit record, we were talking some nonsense because Manny is not the biggest fan of children's horror TV or family, I guess, horror in the last, I'd say, what, 20 years, maybe? She Since likes the to 90s. twist my words, but sure. It's <laughs> Just twisting them. I'm, twist, I'm, I'm just going like this, Manny. Okay. Yes. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a few steps back. You don't hate it. No. But you're not I'm a huge fan. I'm just not fan. the audience for it. You're not the okay, audience so, for so it. I don't watch Dora the Explorer either. That doesn't that's, mean I hate it. It's quite different. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> that's, <laughs> you. that's a little different. A little so, bit, but not really. Well, Louis, Louis, you kind of already had an idea of like what Manny's opinions were on family friendly horror. Okay. Um, I did not know any of this. So I kind of gathered that what if correct me if I'm wrong, but Manny's kind of just been there, done that, seen it, bought the t-shirt three times. And so family friendly (laughs) horror doesn't quite do it for him. It's just it's not there enough. That's one way. That's a good way of putting it. He's up. He's over here. It, yeah, it's it, like I said. Black it's Diamond. just I'm not the audience for it, so I just don't yeah. watch it. Like I, I don't mind it. It's cool. I, when I, if I was a kid watching this, I would probably love this. I would. Yeah. I would love this show. If I was like ten in 2010, if I was like ten years old, this would be my favorite show. I mean, there's really no not much difference between this and Are You Afraid of the Dark? And I love Are You Afraid of the Dark. Yeah. You know, because I was the appropriate age for that. I was 30 years old when this show came out. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm not the audience for it. And and on, at the same, I also don't have children to enjoy it with either. 
I can yeah. watch certain shows. Like if I watch it with my niece, I'm enjoying it with her. Because you're watching her watch it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But it's not something I'm going to put on myself and sit and enjoy. And I don't feel the nostalgia for it by myself. Like it doesn't it just doesn't hit that for me. Like I watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? And it's ah, it's kind of cool, but I can't sit and watch the entire series. At this point, I can't watch it anymore. Fair enough. It's, it's cool. Enough. Yeah, it's, I still I find enjoy that it. interesting because a couple like, episodes here and there, but otherwise, like me and her tried to binge it when it went on somewhere, and we were like, <sighs> after like five, six episodes, all right, I'm tired of this already. Yeah, you're you're yeah. definitely in the minority with that, a hundred percent. Because I think most people, like we've, especially on the on the podcast, like I've had, mm -hmm. you know, like even Dave. Dave loves Are You Afraid of the Dark? I love Are You Afraid of the Dark? My sister loves Are You Afraid of the Dark? Chris loves Are You Afraid yeah. of the Dark? It's so interesting that Manny. I didn't say I don't all, love it. I just can't it. watch it anymore. You can't watch it anymore. I, and I'm, even. It's hard I'm, to watch. It's not hard. I'm. I purpose. I go out of my way to not get stuck in too much nostalgia. While I have plenty of old movies and shit <laughs> all around me, I have plenty of that. You know, like that movie is older than I am right now. <laughs> that zombie poster. This movie yeah. is older than I am. You know, but the first time I saw a zombie, I was in my twenties. I didn't watch that when I was a kid. No, I watched yeah. Creepshow when I was a kid and I loved that. Now, Creepshow is kind of along these lines. Creepshow would be like an adult version of this, yeah. which is kind of what I'm saying. Like a lot of these things, I was already watching Creepshow and Halloween 3 when I was like six years old. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the kids shows were very tame for me, even at 10. It was still very tame. Mm. So I yeah. felt like I was watching something for kids when I was a kid. Because yeah, I'd already yeah. watched adult films. No, the only... Okay, that and that makes so much sense. I feel like with this episode in particular, as opposed to like the the luck of the... I, we don't even know the name of it. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. um, uh, kind of goes hand in hand with what when we, we what do we do Rise of the Jack what is it called Jack o' Lanterns Attack um, of the Jack o' Lanterns Attack of the Jack o' Lanterns that was last okay. that was last I feel uh, October like September. this should kind of be like an exception right because it's it's a around Halloween mm -hmm. like it's a this particular episode is about Halloween I feel like it'd be a lot easier to watch and a lot easier to enjoy even at any age versus like something about like I don't know a creepy doll. Yeah. Uh, on Goosebumps. You know, it's it just was like. Good. Yeah. It was a good episode. I did enjoy it. I liked it. it. it, it for but me, that's it's not the question been, we were discussing. That was not the question. <laughs> it wasn't. But in, 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 I guess to defend people that enjoy Goosebumps, Are You Afraid of the Dark, The Haunting Hour, which we're about to, we're about to dive into a, an episode. Um, what else? There's a bunch of them. There's, there's yeah. chillers, which I recently discovered. <laughs> there's a bunch of children's Eerie horror. Ohio. Yeah, Eerie, Eerie, Indiana. Eerie, Indiana. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of that. And I think a lot she of it is that. a lot of it's nostalgia. I, I will I will admit that. I'm not going to say Samantha always jokes about how, you know, crappy the acting is mm -hmm. with some of the some of the but child. I, actors. But I still love it. But I still but love it. There is a nostalgia that plays into it. And I, I guess for me, it's, it's almost like comfort food. It's something that yeah. I love yes. watching. It's even when we covered the uh, Tales from the Dark Side episode, Trick or Treat, you said this is for kids. Technically, yeah. it's not, but I can see your argument that there is really a, there isn't anything about it offensive that a ten year old can't watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, mm -hmm. I see that. Where this is actually marketed towards for children. Children. Yeah. And the show itself, The Haunting Hour, and and I think we said this, uh, Sam, when we covered the the Irish Leprechaun episode. 
it is a little edgier, I'd say. This is more maybe for like 13-year-olds, 14-year-olds. Not an yeah. not an 8-year-old or a 5-year-old. Yeah. Like it might yeah, be a this little is too not the Goosebumps scary. age child. This is definitely yeah. older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah. and we, we said this too because this show, R.L. Stein's The Haunting Hour, most of the endings are pretty bleak and depressing. They don't end. There's no happy endings a lot of the mm-hmm. time. So they've always got like a cliffhanger ending where yeah. the main character is either going to be killed or on the verge of being <laughs> like on the verge of being trapped in whatever situation they're in. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So for me, that's kind of when it comes to this show. And I was also an adult. I wasn't 30 when this came out. I was what, 24. I think we did the math off air. So I was still a grown man. I was hanging out, partying, going to bars, still and still watching this because I thought it was well made. I thought it was a well made show, and yeah. I thought it had the spirit of Goosebumps for an older audience. Even though the people my age that loved Goosebumps in the '90s at that point when this was released are already adults, so mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not even watching the show. Technically, it's not marketed towards people that are 25. Yeah. So. Yeah, but but I I get where you're coming from. But that said, though, yeah, I never watched this. Yeah, you know, yeah. I was late based to the game with this, this one well, too. Well, based on this episode alone, I might watch more of this because this wasn't bad at all. You yeah. know, but so. we're like I, the the thing is though, like it's like we we talked about this before recording. This was on the Discovery Kids channel. Mm-hmm. That was just a channel I never even turned on. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not that like I oh I, 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 I watch yeah, I didn't watch it and be like, oh, this is crap, this is for kids, I'm not gonna watch it. No, it's on the Discovery Kids channel. Yeah, I just skipped that channel it. entirely. Yeah. Right. You know, I don't watch anything on Nickelodeon now. I don't really watch Boomerang. I, do I don't I. you know, yeah. I don't watch these sorts of I just I just didn't. I that's a channel that I just skip right past. I don't watch ABC Family. It's not right. I'm not the audience for it. That's not to say there might not be something on there that I would enjoy. It's just that if there is, I'm probably gonna miss it. For me, it's more so kind of, too, when it comes to this show, I feel like they're kind of – they and this show lasted about four seasons. So The Haunting Hour – and I think, Sam, I, I think we said that when we covered that um, Leprechaun episode. It yeah. lasted about four, four or yeah, five this was four seasons. seasons. So it had a decent run. So yeah. it wasn't like a one season and done type deal. So it, it well, was This was popular. season two. Yeah, yeah, it was a popular show. So for mm-hmm. me, and even with this, I think what they were doing was they were trying to cap, like recapture, yeah. what Goosebumps did for kids that were twelve in the nineties to kids in two thousand and ten. When yeah, this and there's show even started. some like little like references to kind of for sure, for sure, make it more new age, mm-hmm. so to speak, yeah. a, little, a little darker. But yes, yeah. that's enough. That's enough rambling here in the intro. <laughs> Rambling, we never ramble. We never ramble. What? Going off on tangents? That never happens here at Haunted Hangover. (laughs) But yes, let's dive into R.L. Stein's The Haunting Hour, Pumpkinhead. Saturdays, The Haunting Hour smells a little rotten. When three kids set out for fun on Halloween. Hey, you got no business being out here. What they find is neither a trick or a treat. Scott, please. No, you're in here. Jonas' brother, Frankie Jonas, stars. Let's just get our pumpkin and go. R.L. Stein's The Haunting Hour, Saturday at 5 Eastern, 2 Pacific. Plus, see Haunt Your House Sweepstakes Makeover, hosted by Frankie Jonas during The Haunting Hour. All part of The Haunted Hub. So, The Haunting Hour Pumpkinhead was released on October 29th, 2011. So, a couple days shy of Halloween. Perfect, perfect timing to release this. 
Uh, it's episode five, season two, like you mentioned, Manny. So second, second season. So it had a, and I think the first season's really short. I think it's like six episodes, if I remember correctly. It's not, they're not long seasons. And you could tell because these episodes have pretty decent production value. They kind of look like yeah. movies, like small movies, big sets, and yeah. really elaborate props so, and creature effects. This, and, and this episode, this episode reminded me of a lot of shots looked like the uh, graveyard segment in Trick or Treat. Yes. I yes. Think it I, I looked and felt like that. It really did. But yes, it, it, we follow three siblings, Scott, Allie, and Dave. Allie is the older sister of the bunch. Scott is the troublesome middle child, and Dave is the youngest and most innocent. He's basically the baby of the family. Um, it's Halloween, obviously, and the kids want to go out trick-or-treating, obviously. So, unfortunately, what's happening in this town, I don't think we ever get the name of it, or if we did, I missed it. Three kids went missing the previous Halloween when they went out trick-or-treating. So the town kind of, they didn't ban Halloween, but it's sort of like this strict curfew and all that. And what they're doing is they're forcing the kids to go trick-or-treating at the school cafeteria. And that plays into some one nitpick I have of this episode, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, we also learned that pumpkins apparently are scarce for some reason, because just in this town, no pumpkins. It's very hard yeah. to get a pumpkin because yes. of this this sort of ban. They never yeah, they didn't bother. Yeah. They didn't bother importing the pumpkins to this town because they're like nobody's gonna decorate. So why import the pumpkins? That's, That's that was of, what it seemed like with the mom. Yeah, again, it's sort of a ban on Halloween, but not really. It's never yeah. fully fleshed out the situation with Halloween not being celebrated in the town. Uh, Dave is disappointed because his mother hands him the tiniest pumpkin to carve because that's all she could find at the supermarket. And I'm just like, damn, mom, you bringing him a pumpkin on Halloween to carve? You couldn't even bring it to him like a day or two before well, he's Halloween? he's not going trick-or-treating, so what else is he going to do? He's well, staying he, in anyway. He's going trick-or-treating just at the cafeteria in the school. Exactly. <laughs> so, so when he comes home from school, look, buddy, you're not going anywhere anyway. You stay home here. Carve this pumpkin. Carve put it this shitty-ass pumpkin. Make sure the candle stays lit past midnight. You're good. <laughs> The pumpkin's about the size of like it's like I don't know like like a softball. That's one of those little things that they paint. Yeah, there's even a scene at the supermarket. Yeah, there's even a scene where he's like sitting on the kitchen table. He's like, oh, I think I could paint the little face on it. He's honestly the best part of this episode. Dave, the little brother. Oh, I love him. Yeah, he's great. He's he's the best part when it comes to the three children. I think. Mm -hmm. Um. So what ends up happening is Scott is able to talk Allie into taking Dave and him to the Palmer's farm. Now, the Palmer's farm is a sketchy farm in the middle of nowhere that's run by the equally sketchy Mr. Palmer. So it's ba it's a no trespass. It's a pumpkin farm with a giant no trespassing sign <laughs> in front of it. And it makes no sense. Why would you have a pumpkin farm but no one can enter it? And Scott being the bad kid that he is the shitty kid that he is wants to enter this farm and have a glorious fun prank filled halloween so they go to the farm and they go searching around and what ends up happening is they come across these terrifying creepy looking scarecrow dummies that are 
laying, standing, sitting. They're kind of dormant. They're not moving. They're not doing anything. They look like Halloween props. They're just sitting there. And they end up encountering Mr. Palmer, who warns the kid, the kids to never come back or they'll be sorry. At one point, Scott falls into what looks like a grave, but it's obviously a hole that I guess pumpkins are, are dug into. And... Um, or not dug, but planted the seeds. He falls into it, and Mr. Palmer walks over to him, grabs his head, and says, not quite ripe yet. Foreshadowing what's going to happen later in this episode. It so doesn't run- feel like a foreshadow, though, which yes. is kind of cool. It doesn't feel like it. Yes. I-, I was waiting for him to, like, when he did it, I I thought he was, like, joking, like he was messing around with them. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm not ripe yet. Like, here's all these pumpkins. <laughs> oh, your head isn't, you know, it is foreshadowing, but it actually doesn't feel like it until later. Yes. Which is a good foreshadow that yeah. it actually doesn't give away what's about to happen. And I'm glad so you said really that because, well. yeah, this is the first time you had seen it. So it's kind of hard for me. I know the ending. So mm-hmm. it's hard for me to kind of watch it in, from that perspective. So I'm glad you you picked up on that because this yeah. is the first time you've watched this episode. So that's yeah. A good, I was uh, waiting for him detail. to go like, to just start laughing. Like yeah. Yeah. I, as soon as they walked away too, I was waiting. Like when he scared them, I was waiting for him to kind of just chuckle to himself, like he scared the kids away. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like he was just yeah, kind of being him. a jerk. He yeah. told him that he's on his way. And he yeah, is, then I was like, oh, this guy's just a fucking jerk. Okay. <laughs> he's just a he's just an asshole. He's just That's a it. fucking jerk. Yeah. So the kids end up running off, but they steal a couple of pumpkins and they head home. Once they're home, they start carving the pumpkins. And these are some glorious looking pumpkins. Great shapes. They're big. <laughs> one's like a long one. One's a flat one. They, they, they almost look fake. I think yeah. they are. At certain points, yeah. they are fake pumpkins. I don't think they're real. Even the ones in the pumpkin patch don't look real. They're kicking them around, throwing them around. They look plastic and very Yeah, I don't think they're real. (laughs) So when they carve the pumpkin, one of the pumpkins is filled with worms. Oh, they're all grossed out. Oh, disgusting. Worms, Michael. You're eating worms. (laughs) Yes. And the other pumpkin, they find what looks like a human tooth just inside of the pumpkin. And... Allie is like, oh, it's just a weird pumpkin seed, but it looks like a molar. So she's kind of dumb. But yeah, she's, all, she's all grossed out, and they kind of throw the pumpkins away, get rid of them. They don't even want them in the house because they're just disgusted by this tooth-filled, tooth-and-worm-filled pumpkins that they're trying to carve into jack-o'-lanterns. So throughout the episode, there's this kind of ominous force watching them you get the perspective of it several times throughout the episode and it plays into the ending so the kids they're kind of having this laid-back halloween after they go to the school cafeteria to go trick-or-treating they're gonna watch some horror movies make some popcorns and this ominous force that's stalking them ends up grabbing dave Taking him away, and I don't want to get on what this force is because I want to talk about them a little later because it plays into the ending. This force grabs Dave, takes him away, basically puts him in a bag, kidnaps him. They kidnap this child. It's pretty rough. And Allie and Dave think he went back to the pumpkin patch to continue his troublesome, shitty kid pranking on Halloween because that's all he wants to do. 
And once Allie and Dave arrive at the Palmer's farm, we learn of Mr. Palmer's sinister plan in town. And that was the haunting hour, Pumpkinhead. I say we go out there, grab some big pumpkins, then you could carve whatever you wanted, right, Dave? No way. Oh, come on, Allie. Is this really how you want to spend Halloween? Babysitting us at home? Nobody decorates. Nobody goes out. We have to trick-or-treat at school? It's beyond lame. Halloween's supposed to be a wild night where anything could happen. All right, Sam, we're going to start with you because I always want to know your, your thoughts on the acting from the children in this episode. What did you think of them, of Allie, Scott, and Dave? Um, I actually thought, I think of all the child actors we've seen so far, this is the best bunch. I actually think this is the best bunch, not child actors in general, obviously child actors in the series that we've been, we've been following. <laughs> the anthology, the yeah. children's anthology shows we've been covering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like they all were pretty good. I mean, I'm trying to differentiate their acting with the dialogue. The dialogue is so fucking silly sometimes. So silly between these kids. It, it, it really reads like a middle-aged white man wrote the dialogue for these young <laughs> For these young hipster kids. I, I would bet a lot of money that it did. <laughs> it was just so silly. The, the, uh, my, I, I don't want to, I don't want to get, I'll wait till we get there. But uh, for the most part, yeah, I thought they were cool. I thought they were good. Good enough that's for always, TV. That's always the go-to. We got to find out Sam's opinion on just the, the, the caliber of actor the kids I will, are. I do like to point out one of the first things. That I, I, I like to point out it happened really early on in the episode, just the representation of single moms that are also nurses. That is probably one of the most common female archetypes in every <laughs> yes. fucking television yes, and movie nurses. series. They're all nurses. So shout out to all the single moms that are also nurses this Halloween season. <laughs> it also <laughs> feels like it seems to be the only job they can give a single mother that that ensures she's not home and makes plenty of money to survive. <laughs> yes. yes. You know? It's like the only job they can think of that, hey. yeah, this is the job that women make money on. Otherwise, she's got to be a waitress. That's yeah. it. So it's, she's struggling. <laughs> but she's still got groceries in between her shifts. She's still yep. a good mom. Yeah. Yes. I always love the convenience of the, the mom or the parents never being home in all of these shows. She's the on call 24-7, yes. so. No days off. Yep. Always working. Mom's a nurse, so she's never home. The older all hands sibling on has deck to. for Halloweens. The you know older what? sister has to be always the babysitter, the permanent babysitter. She just wants to party with her friends and can't. Because well, you she's got to watch the little brothers. You know what, though? I think that I think that is kind of the throwback to, like, 70s and 80s movies yes. with kids where you never the kid parents were never around but that's mm -hmm. just what it was like back then yes there you was, would, can take care of yourself that's it it's a different you know you know there we was were all latchkey kids yeah. yeah and there was and in the movies like the monster squad there is no reason why the mother <laughs> is not around she's a yeah. stay-at-home mom but she's never fucking there <laughs> there's this the scene when dracula shows up outside and the bomb and everything dude that's like 10 30 at night where is your six-year-old daughter it is 10 30 at night on halloween and you are sitting home making a drink you have no idea where your six-year-old daughter is at 10 30 like okay the other kid's fine maybe he's out with his friends you let the 10 and 12 year olds go off but she's fucking six dude <laughs> and, and well, in this, no at one least... bats an eye that the mother doesn't care where phoebe is 
Well, you know? at least in this, the mother, like Sammy said, is exactly. a single mom as a nurse. That, so it kind of plays that's into That's what I'm it. saying. They, yeah. get, they had to give it an excuse because it's and almost like... And the daughter's driving. I mean, she's capable. Yeah. Yeah, but well, I just she, think it's so funny how that 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 character that that mom is we've seen it so many yeah, times yeah. and so yeah. across everything film and and television <laughs> every cinema. anthology show like where, yeah. where the kids have to yes. go into some sort of the where mother they have to is not do their own to thing. Be. The mom and dad. The dad's on a business trip and the mom's yep. yeah. out doing something else. Yep. That's yeah. not Boys. allowed to be a stay-at-home mom that doesn't pay attention. That do, That's no. not allowed no, anymore. No. You know? Just but having a glass of wine. The oldest <laughs> sister, talking about performances, the oldest sister... Um, she was like 20 or so when this kid, because she looked familiar. So I had to, I just looked her up too. I'm like, why? She was in the X-Files reboot. She was in Wayward Pines. Uh, she was on a bunch of TV shows then that I watched. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> I remember her you in these shows. You recognize her face. Yeah. That's like funny. I, was, mm-hmm, I know. And I remember why. I had to look it up because I'm like, this girl's kind of cute. How old is she? I need to look <laughs> this <laughs> I need to look her up. How fucking, like, seriously, am I allowed to say she's cute? Oh, God, you know? man. <laughs> Dude, she was like 21. So, yes, it's cool. I'm in the clear. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she was in a bunch of different shows back then. So uh, that's why she looked familiar to me. Yeah. I, I, I think, again, and I said it when I was going to going through the breakdown of the episode. I think Dave, he's the best. The younger brother, I think his performance is great in this. I, I And I, I don't know why I got a good chuckle that he's a zombie Justin Bieber for Halloween. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's zombie Bieber. Is that what he was? He was a zombie Bieber? He literally Bieber? was a zombie <laughs> He said he was a zombie Bieber. I think and I missed so that. Silly. His brother's like a so, – so, uh, Scott is a he's just like a doctor like a bloody doctor and they yeah. have this interaction where he's like am I bloody enough he's asking his younger brother is there enough blood in my costume and then it's he's never like, enough what blood. are you supposed to be and he's like I'm zombie Justin Bieber zombie I was like all right dude whatever dude I fucking love that kid I he's knew great. I liked him like in the very beginning of the episode where he's going so hard trying to get these sketches for these pumpkins he's like so excited the pumpkin's not big enough and then and then so appreciative so grateful his mom gives him this shitty ass little pumpkin and he's like thanks i could i guess i could make it work what a good kid man he just he just wants to celebrate halloween right i can smell a liar smells like rot we're sorry really not as sorry as you're gonna be. <laughs> Not quite ripe yet. That that's the kind of what he is. I feel like yeah. he's the innocent. He's the innocent in the episode where he doesn't even know what's going on. He just wants to be <laughs> with his, his siblings and have a good time. He's, he's yeah, got he's, he's got so many great lines. So long for the ride. That's he's it. just going along for the ride. He's like, un- unfortunately, because of his stupid older siblings, he's put in this shitty situation. Mm-hmm. There's a line he has that I love. Uh, and he's he's just looking through his Halloween candy, and he holds up a piece of candy corn, and he says, oh, "Why I aren't you yeah. say this. he goes? Why aren't there any? Why isn't there any candy corn for other holidays?" And he starts talking about Thanksgiving and like why why isn't there? Well, um, there is there is corn candy corn on the for Thanksgiving. Cob. Well, maybe at the time of this 
of this, yeah. uh, of called, this episode. It's called the Harvest Mix, buddy. It's uh, kids not paying oh, attention. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. pumpkins and. Yeah. yeah. Then like, he mentions Fourth of so, July, right? I yeah. Fourth of July. He's like, where's the candy corn uh, candy canes? Where's that at? Yeah, it's kind of it, it's a cool it's a cool little uh, line. I knew you were going to say something about yeah. that. And then and then at the end, and I don't want to talk about the ending just yet, but there's a there's he's in the car. Allie already left to go look for Scott at the uh, Palmer's farm. He's just chilling in the car by himself with his pail. I love how he brings the pail of candy with him when they go to find the brother. He's eating the candy and he literally like leans like a little middle-aged man. He lays he, like, back leans and he goes back in the chair. He's like, I love Halloween. <laughs> and then he goes and takes a nap. It's such a great That's literally. Literally. That's still me now. That's me now at 37 years ah. old. <laughs> I'm there sitting there eating like a, a, a three musketeers, and I'm That's like, it. man, I love. Halloween. He's got three musketeers on one hand and a handful of candy corn, and he's just back and forth. That's Little Lou right there. That's it. I love. He's like, I love Halloween while something terrifying is happening just Fuck a it. few feet away from him. Handful it's of so candy good. corn is all I need. The world can so burn cute. down. It's, I loved and, him. And he kind of has like a a bleak sort of cliffhanger ending involving him where you're like yeah. man not not dave not don't dave. do this to, not save to my boy dave. dave save dave um but Protect yeah him. since we're on the cast too i do think the kid that plays scott is pretty good as like being a dick being like the yeah. crappy middle child except for that one thing he said that i was like again like i said it's it's, it's not his fault it was the writing but he said he said something like man i I should be out pranking with my friends like a bad boy. He verbally <laughs> said that out loud. Like he probably could have just said I should be out playing pranks on my friends and then we can kind of come up with the he fact that a he's bad a bad boy. boy. But he specifically <laughs> says like a bad boy. And I'm like, all right, fucking chill, Scott. Get over yourself. <laughs> he, Scott just wanted to be a bad boy. That's all <laughs> That's all he wanted to be. He is oh the stereotypical bad boy. He, He's like is. 13. He's like maybe 13, 14 years old. But yeah. they really want to force it down your throat that he's the crappy kid because all he also wants to do, he they go to the farm. It's obviously sketchy. Yeah, it says no trespassing like you he, said. He wants yeah. to go back after they're like, after they interact with Mr. Palmer and he threatens them, basically, don't come back or you'll, you'll, you know, or, you know, you've been warned, don't come back. He still, Scott still wants to go back and prank him. Yeah. Like, dude, this guy obviously is doing some shady crap in his, with children or something in his shack. He called you, he said that you weren't ripe. No, oh, <laughs> very. That could, that could go, that could go bad ways right there. You can't right say there. like <laughs> things like that to children. No, that's ooh. So, but for some reason, upset, Scott wants to go back the, there. The school board with prank. words like that. You're not yes. right. Oh, you're not right. You're not okay, right, boy. Okay, <laughs> Let, like okay. We, you said briefly that you wanted to nitpick something, and I feel like I know what it is, but I want to hear what it is that you had an issue so with because so jump. far, so all far right. we've said all good things. Yes. Yes. Before we dive into my nitpick, oh, I and need I, to know. I, I, I want to shine. Right. I, I want to shine one more little. We didn't She's do gonna this go in the take intro. a break until you're st- until <laughs> yes. you're ready to nitpick. Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put you. I'm gonna I'm gonna the, the listeners as well. Cliffhanger. Not gonna tell you guys, but yeah, this is actually inspired by a real story in this book. 
the R.L. Stein Nightmare Hour. So th- this is an anthology children's book. It's got, yeah. I think, eight stories. I haven't read it in years. It's got I remember eight, eight, that book. Me- yeah. I it remember out, having it, that book. It came I've out never seen it until right now. Well, this is probably the book you saw, Sammy, because I've had yeah. this for many years. Yeah, so. it's like, it's just, in, that image is engraved in my brain just yeah. from having it in our books. This came out in the year 2000, and it's, again, it was right after Goosebumps has sort have, has sort of kind of died and was going downhill, and people weren't really buying the book. So, at that point, R.L. Stein was just a name. It's just a brand. He's a brand, and that's it. He is literally a brand. This yep. show, The Haunting Hour... Same thing. Mm-hmm. R.L. Stein's The Haunting Hour. He he gets paid to put his name over stuff. That's basically yeah. best gig ever. The guy yeah. wrote a couple of books. So he didn't actually even produce this. He got paid. He's for probably his like name an executive used? producer, the same okay, way John Carpenter was an executive producer on all the Halloween films. He never right. showed up on set. He just like he's just he gets paid because he created a lot of these different things. So yeah, he's this OG. book. This book, much like. The show, he just is, it's more branding. And the very first story is Pumpkinhead. Oh, See, nice. even art. So, yeah. you know nice. what it is? Like, it's, it's interesting because this is kind of like very um, scary stories to tell in the dark type yeah. deal. But, you know, it's funny with R.L. Stein too because he's like, there's been a lot of controversy that he did a lot of ghostwriting for all the Goosebump books. So... That's kind of because if you think about it, he wrote a book like every month when Goosebumps were hot. So they say that even now he's not even writing these books. He hires people to write them and then he just kind of puts his name. He puts it. He he could put the idea out there. I mean, yeah, it's really it's really interesting. Uh, But the story itself in this is a little different. It's it's not you follow one kid and his friends. It's not three siblings. From okay. what I remember. So that's mm-hmm. kind of the difference. Most of the story is the same, but that's really the only beats they changed in it. it you know, it, you know it's, why it's, they do that, though? It's because you're watching this after school with your siblings. So mm-hmm. they probably want to make it more relatable to to whoever's watching it. You're not out there hanging out with your friends. Yeah, I'm guessing the time that's you're watching the show. Yeah, yeah, I- I'm guessing that's why they kind of it-, it made more sense to have the narrative follow a family. Yeah, than yeah. like this random kid. Yeah. Which, when you watch a lot of like when you read a lot of the Goosebumps or watch some of the Goosebumps episodes, it's usually a kid and their friend uh, yeah. that are in the mischief that leads them to the horror aspect of it, the haunted mask or you know mm-hmm. say cheese and die where so, they find a camera that's evil. Yeah. What year was that book? 2000. Okay. Um, so R.L. Stein is not listed as writer on any of these episodes. No. He's not listed as producer either. Oh, wow. But there is a show, there's a movie that he produced in 2007 yeah. called The Haunting Hour, Don't Think About It. And so I think this, this is an is offshoot probably, of that. Yeah, That's exactly what it seems like, that this show came off of that. This was a $3 million budget film yeah never even heard of this yeah (laughs) universal studios three million dollar budget out 90 minute film came out in 2007 so they probably did this show based on that movie Hmm. that they put the haunting hour on basically that would make sense i think it's a series of films i think there's a couple of haunting hour films there's like three of them it's possible but this is the only one he's credited on he was the producer 
and a okay. writer, and, and it says writer, but I don't know. I'm trying to like explain. Like I this. said, yeah. If well, you look I mean, into you, R. L. Stein's history, you said you wanted to know whether he. Yeah. I was like, well, let me look it up. Let me find this out. Also known so as R. L. Stein's The Haunting. It's a spinoff of one of his films that he produced. Basically, that's what it seems like. Yeah. Again, when you when you dig inside R.L. Stein's kind of history, the whole ghost writer thing pops up that he didn't write a lot of the books and some of the short stories weren't written by him, but he takes kind of the credit. So again, it doesn't matter. I still love R.L. Stein, but he is a brand. R.L. Stein at this point yeah, totally. is a brand. He's just R.L. Stein. Uh, TV series, movie in two thousand seven, movie in two thousand in twenty eighteen. Is that no? That's no. That's totally. I think that just Probably that's just a else. different name. It has nothing to do with it. Listen, there's a yeah, new Goosebumps a show, a and film. I'm sure Arl Stein got a nice check for it, and has nothing to do. I'm sure, yeah. with the with the television show on Disney Plus. So, yeah, I don't. He he's got a great gig. He wrote a couple of books, got some other people to write them for him, and then he produces film and TV that he gets. They cut him some checks. He's he's yeah. living the dream. So <laughs> he was creative for ten years, and then 20, 15, 15 to twenty years actually, because he, he was writing stuff before be. Goosebumps. And now he's chilling. He's still writing Goosebump books, apparently, but I highly doubt it's him writing them. I, I don't. I do not believe that. So, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> so you wanted to know my my nitpick with this episode. You probably know what it is. You're probably guessing it right. I feel like I feel <laughs> like I, so, I. I'll tell you. If, I'll, I'll be honest. So so the nitpick is I wish we would have seen the trick or treating at the cafeteria. I fucking knew yeah, that yeah, you were so, gonna say that. <laughs> and I, yeah. I because. When I watched it, I was waiting for yeah. what I what I the nostalgia that I have, which yeah. is like having like Halloween balls in in exactly. sixth and seventh grade with like the ribbon and the lights and the punch bowls. Like I was expecting this big thing um, or just little, you know, candy. I don't know. But so I was waiting for it and it didn't happen. But they, they do like kind of like preface the situation. He says like, it's probably going to suck. They come back from the party and she's like, well, you're right. That totally sucked. So like, okay, I guess the, the reason we didn't see it is because there was not the budget and there's nothing really to see. Yeah. But I knew that that was going to yeah. be the thing that you had an issue with. It wasn't I wasn't agree issue. though. It just would have been I cool. Like, I didn't really... It. I didn't really think, but but I agree. I feel like had we seen the uh, trick or treating in the cafeteria and shown how disappointed he was with it, it yeah. would have it would have really like solidified his argument as that this sucks. We're going yeah. we're going to the pumpkin patch tonight. You know, like it would have given him more justification. I agree. Did you know jack lanterns are supposed to ward off evil spirits? And they used turnips until I figured out that pumpkins are easier to fire. Well, we better get to it. We gotta leave in an hour. I can't believe we're going to school tonight. What we should do is go back out to Palmer's farm and have some real fun. <laughs> no way. That place is gonna give me nightmares for a month. It would have yes. been cool to see them leaving it, maybe. Like, just yeah. a, a scene of them walk. Because you see them in the street going back home. So it would have yeah. been cool to see them leaving the school and like, oh, that was that was lame. We only got yeah. blah, blah, yeah. blah. And then walk home. Even if you see, like, a, like 30 seconds of it. But yeah. I guess it just wasn't in the uh, cards when they were setting this up. <laughs> like, all the pre-production, they're like, we can't Could've, afford the cafeteria. They might have <laughs> shot it and, and they cut it for time. It's only 20 minutes, so yeah, yeah. That, that's possible. They wanted to speed possible the story that, yeah, along. They were like, no, yeah. we don't need to see this. So, we de- we got to get to the pumpkin patch. Yeah. <laughs> After watching this, uh, for one, we're, we're city kids. Like, we grew up in Queens, so we don't 
we've never experienced anything like this in real life where like you know, Halloween is not happening because a kid gone missing. A kid goes nope. missing twelve times a day every day Const- growing up. <laughs> oh, God. So we were, we're, we're kids never missing like, right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> probably, you know, less less now than then. But like, we're just like, ah, kids gone missing again. Like we're we don't we didn't have Amber Alert on our fucking phones yeah. back then. So we were just out there free free for all in it. So I, I can I can imagine what that's like in a small town having to go through that and that ruining Halloween. We got very lucky when we were trick-or-treating that none of that's really happened. I will say two instances off the top of the dome where 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 Halloween basically got canceled. Sandy, Hurricane Sandy, got canceled. I was already like 19 at that point, but we were taking like younger siblings or younger cousins or whatever, like trick-or-treating. And it was so sad and so bleak. And it was like the first time I've ever witnessed that. And then COVID, like we are adults we're still like kind of out there going to bars drinking, but like, I can't even imagine being like a kid and like, you can't even go trick or treating. That's, that's so sad to me. That's, yeah, that's a like tragic. Yeah. That, but that's, but, you know, that's been used. I feel in other, like, th- nothing comes to mind, but I feel there's been other movies and shows that they cancel Halloween for a similar reason. Like people have gone missing cancel yeah. Halloween. It's another kind of go-to plot device to right. I missed Hurricane Sandy canceling of Halloween. I missed that. What were we doing? We we had to, you know, what we were doing conventions and stuff. Those things don't cancel. I don't remember Hurricane. It was 2012. Sandy Hook, like no, I remember going out. Sandy Hook. You mean Hurricane Sandy? Sandy. Hook. San- Sorry, Sandy. Sandy Hook, Hook oh was gosh. something else. Sandy. Something else. <laughs> yeah. Hurricane Sandy. Jesus Christ. Hurricane <laughs> Sandy. Um, yeah. That like I remember going out with my boyfriend at the time and his like little brother and we got all dressed up and we're walking down just like the just desolate, deserted yeah, it was a streets. Yeah. Like that like nothing was really ruined where we were in Queens, but like nobody had candy, nobody was, nobody was opening their doors, nobody it was really sad. But like we've never had yeah, I'm sure I'm sure it's been a thing yeah. that we've never had that. We problem. had to have been a chiller that year. I don't remember. Yeah, it must have been because usually Chiller was Halloween had, weekend. Yeah, I think they still. I mean, also Chiller. Chiller's not in New York, is it? New Jersey. New Jersey so. It's in Jersey. Yeah, yeah. that's why I, I, don't like, I don't remember it. We were probably at Chiller that weekend. If it was, it was October, so long ago. <laughs> October 2012, we had just finished shooting Blood Slaughter. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. We were at probably all. at Chiller that year, so we didn't. I don't remember. The only the only one I remember ha- uh, that I remember Halloween like being ruined was when we were at Chiller and there was that huge snowstorm and it shut everything down. Oh, there was shit. that there was a big tree in like the credenza in the center and the tree literally split in half from the oh, weight shit. of the snow. Yeah, yeah, at that point we're already older and like nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even I would just I I've been grounded and not yeah. been allowed out on Halloween <laughs> and that was one of the worst nights ever. Yeah. Yeah, this was about that time. This was about 2011 or 2013. This was around yeah, that time. Yeah, around that time. That there's a huge snowstorm on Halloween weekend. It was crazy. Like overnight, we got like two feet of snow when we were and we were trapped in the hotel. Oh, I remember that Halloween too. Yeah, we I were at Chile. I remember that Halloween. <laughs> that was crazy. And then we were all standing outside. All these fucking, all of us outside were like, everybody's in costumes and shit. And it's like two feet it's of snow, snow everywhere. It was a snowstorm. A bad yeah, we one. should make a movie right here and now. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. So uh, on the subject of Halloween, what'd you guys think of the Halloween atmosphere, pumpkin patches and all the decorations? Like, what did you think of that? Did you guys, did you think they did a good job? 
think they did a good job. There was even a, a like a scene while they're in the kitchen that there's like pumpkin magnets on the fridge. And it was like yeah. little de- little tiny details like that that you are so easy to overlook. I think they did a really good job considering it was only like three sets. Yeah, maybe. it worked. Yeah. For a place yeah. that's canceling Halloween, it sure feels like they were yeah. celebrating because all you see kids like dressed up in costumes. They have like a skeleton, mm-hmm. cutout skeleton in their kitchen. So like they're yeah. still trying to celebrate. So I don't even know if cancel is the right word to use. There's some weird ban on kind of celebrate. Yeah. It's probably a ban on just trick or treating. Not yeah. yeah. Not Halloween, I guess. I didn't, you know. I didn't so. get the I didn't get the um, the feeling that it was banned. Did they say it was banned? Like did they say that specifically? I got the they feeling just that don't want the kids out. Yeah, yeah, I just got the feeling that the parents were just afraid to let their kids out, and yeah. they just made a conscious effort to not celebrate. I didn't really yeah. get the feeling that they weren't allowed to. Just yeah. that the parents were like, "We're not doing it this year." Yeah, too yeah. fresh of a wound, you know, and that's about it. Yeah, but I, I still think that because like, I, I, from if I remember correctly, the front of the kids' house had decorations as well. So like, they're obviously celebrating. Now, is there anything you guys didn't like? I already talked about my dislike with the cafeteria not being seen. Um, I, I, I love this episode. I guess the only thing I can say is I would love to have seen some kind of confirmation that the kid that went missing the year prior was in fact there. Like, I would have loved that if they, if they even made a comment. Like, oh, there that looks like, like little there's Jimmy. little Johnny's head. Yeah, That's there him. goes little Johnny's head. Or, like, those are little Johnny's favorite pair of blue jeans. Could it be him? Or or something like that. Just, just kind of confirm, make it a little darker, a little spookier. Like, ah, that's where the kid went. I mean, it's implied that that's yeah. where the, the kids went. But uh, yeah. some confirmation that that, like, for sure is what happened. Yeah. Also, like, what happened to Patty? Was she lying? Did she actually just like <laughs> her parents wouldn't let her go, or did she get kidnapped too? I don't Yo, know. That would have been Patty. Damn Patty. Along those lines. <laughs> along those lines. This guy has a lot of fucking pumpkins. A lot of fucking pumpkins. Like, is okay, this the first? Kids. Was this the first year he took well, kids? Like, on that note, we should get into the ending. We should get into the ending before you know, we that, dive any deeper. If, okay. if we're gonna, yeah, if we're gonna say like what we didn't like along the lines of that, like this was the first time he ever did this. He's quite successful for his first and now it's his second year taking more kids. So it's like I almost feel like I almost feel like had this been a thing where kids disappear every year, it would give more of a lore to this thing. And now they found out what happened to these kids and now they go too. like yeah. here's why you can't find the kids. Like why is this just happened once? Why suddenly did last year he decided, you know what? I'm turning kids into pumpkins. Yeah. Yeah. And on that note, let's discuss the ending. So the ending of the episode, it's revealed that Mr. Palmer at Palmer's farm. Old man Palmer. Old man Palmer is turning, like you said, Manny, the children or uh, these three children for some reason. We never really find out why he's doing this. It's ambiguous. Mm -hmm. He's turning the children into these pumpkin headed creatures. So what happens is. And Where do they is, go during the rest of the year, too? This like, is what you get. This is what you get from the episode. So old man Palmer is taking these kids, decapitating them, mm-hmm. putting their heads in the ground in the pumpkin patch. And there their heads grow into these pumpkin creatures. That's what is, I, I think it, it as. I think it's the other way around. As I say, is he decapitating them or is he just burying them up to their necks? And then so, their heads turn into pumpkins and they come out. 
I didn't realize anybody was being decapitated. No, okay. yeah, but but I might I, be wrong. No, no, no. no. But Louis, Louis, you're actually right because when I went on the interwebs, several sources say that he is actually decapitating them. However, in the way that you described it, I don't think that's right. I think he is decapitating them, putting their bodies in the ground, and then sprouting pumpkins from their oh, original from the original morbid. sources. Yes, because okay. when you actually see. Scotty's little Scotty's head in that grand reveal is kind of like it's like kind of superimposed into like a another pumpkin. That's what I that's what I confirm I, is happening. I thought he was just burying them up to their heads and then their heads were turning into pumpkins because there's that super deep hole they said yeah. to put their whole body in. And then he squeezes his actual head before he's a pumpkin and saying, Not ripe yet. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like I thought that the, he was just burying them up to their neck. And then once Darker. they're in there, the we magic happens and they turn <laughs> we, into a pumpkin. <laughs> we need answers. We need, yeah. we need how, clarification. How does he do this? So, how so, does yeah. he do it? What so, miracle food is he using? So I don't know. He's buying it from the same place that Jeepers Creeper got his license. Yeah. Plate. It's the, the same <laughs> store. This this store has no standards. They will sell anything to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like I mentioned in the breakdown of the episode, when Scott is kidnapped, he is kidnapped by these pumpkin creatures. Mm -hmm. So they take him back. Allie thinks that he went back to the farm to cause mischief, like he's been wanting to do to be a bad boy. He wanted to be a bad boy. She <laughs> goes to the farm, leaves Dave in the car eating his Halloween candy. Like I talked about that scene where he's just relaxing, eating his candy. Kid passes he out Halloween. in a sugar coma. Yeah, in a sugar coma. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. She goes looking for uh, Scott. She comes across, like you said, Sammy, the head of Scott. Literally, it's a pretty good effect, too. It looks like it's the actor with makeup on his head in mm -hmm. underground with his head poking out, looking all with his eyes all milky. Very creepy mm -hmm. looking. Um, yeah. And Mr. Palmer, old man Palmer, shows up with the creature surrounding Allie, and he basically tells her, you're going to be next. You're the next pumpkin head in my patch. And then we get one last very kind of damn shot where... Dave, little Dave, is in the car, passed out, and we see Allie as a pumpkin creature, her her reflection on the mirror. Cut it's a to quick credits. transformation. Yeah. That's a quick transformation. <laughs> yeah. Like. That's where I'm a little lost. I'm like, Scott was taken. Scott needed to be, yeah. Scott needed to grow. He had to Scott, marinate a little bit, yeah. Scott was taken before her and was still in the ground growing. Allie, in a snap, pumpkin monster. <laughs> There's no logic to this, guys. I think we're overthinking it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he was. Maybe Dave was sleeping for a long fucking time. Yeah, possibly. Maybe possibly. it was a big nap for mother. Those sugar comas—they'll get you every time. Now, I, I was reading online that they told the the producers, I guess, of the show, told the people making this episode, the directors, and whoever's involved in this segment, to shoot that ending and leave it more ambiguous to give Dave a little hope. Like maybe he escaped, you know, that's yeah, why they I, shot that where they don't just flat out show Dave, get grabbed, brought into the pumpkin patch and turned into a pumpkin monster. Because that makes it even scarier a, for me. In my opinion, the, the ending is, is darker this way. Like, yeah. it's like you're left not knowing was he turned into a monster or not. You know? Yeah, if you grabbed him and then that's how we cut it, then I'm like, oh, well, he had it coming. But if, if <laughs> he doesn't I, I have just it coming, though, him, no, well, his <laughs> I shitty gotta be siblings. Honest. 
when you you sent us the YouTube link and I first watched it on YouTube and the YouTube yeah. link looks like garbage. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, there's no credits or anything. It shows the reflection and then it stops. Yeah. And that's the end of the video. And yeah. I was like, I thought it was cut off. So okay. I went and went to find out if it was somewhere else. And that's where I found it was on Hoopla. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, we're missing the ending here. Something's missing. And then it, it nope, that was it. it was over. Right it's a great way. ending. <laughs> I yeah. love it. I think it's a great, it. bleak, dark ending to this story where they basically are fucked and become. Well, now that I know that it's the ending, yeah, it's a decent yeah. ending. But otherwise, I was like, what the fuck <laughs> happened? Yeah. Well, honestly, uh, the haunting hour ends like that. A lot of the episodes end on yeah. like something like you. it's but ambiguous. I, I need to see okay. the credits to know that that's the actual end. This just yeah. that was the end of the video. Yeah, it stopped no. right there. Because it, we it makes more of an impact. Yeah, it makes more of an impact seeing the credits like cut to. Just what? What? What happened yeah. to Dave? You never I find thought out. The same it's, thing, it's almost like Danny. Yeah. I thought the same thing. No. It tried to play like another. It tried to play another video immediately afterwards. And it I was like, went ah, right on to something else. Went on to some movie, and I'm like, what is this? Nope, that's how it ends. It ends with the reflection of. It wasn't Allie. even another episode. Or no. We went to a movie. Yeah. <laughs> there is a sequel to this. Return yeah. of the pumpkin Return heads. Return of the pumpkin heads. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to get into it because I do want us to cover it in the future. Um. You see more of the creatures. I'll say that it, it's oh. it's different. It's a different. Uh, if I remember correctly, it's it's it might be two friends in the uh, in the sequel, and you uh, you learn of what happened to old man Palmer and his pumpkin patch and pumpkin Ooh. creatures. So oh, it does. I'm on the edge of my seat. The lore is continued. You you do get more <laughs> from the uh, the 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 Palmer's farm. Yeah, I, I just want to know. I want to know what else happens in the. Uh, in the, uh, I want to know more. I would love to learn more about why this guy has this this mystical dirt that he can grow these human. It's a great concept. Some mean I love fertilizer. I yeah. love and why, it. I and love why it. he just realized that he can do this? Where he? Where did he get this power from? Suddenly now he can do this. <laughs> so closing yeah. thoughts. Sammy, we'll start with you. Closing thoughts on the haunting hour, Pumpkinhead. Oh, I love it. I get, I give it all the pumpkins. I just, I think, <laughs> I, I think what's gonna keep me up most tonight is, is, I guess, just I want to know what old man Palmer's motive is. Like, what's his he plan? Is he gonna just make that many pumpkin pies, like Dave said? What's his plan? He was a bus driver in a former life, went right off the edge, killed I the kids. I love it. I thought it was awesome. That's I think this was movie. the best family-friendly uh, uh, one so far. I love this. Did you like it more than Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns? Way more. I agree. So much more. I agree. So it's better than more. Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns. And it has nothing to do with the quality of the episode uh, or the acting. God, even though it was so fucking bad and the other one. But it was the 90s. That's fine. Um, I I just think the story was just more thought out and more spooky. And I, I just like it a lot more. Manny, your thoughts for a first time watch. First time watch of the episode and the show. <laughs> It was a good episode. It was a good episode. I would watch more of the show based on this. If nice. the rest of the show was good like this, I would watch more of it. There is, there's better ones, actually. Believe it or yeah. not. Yeah. I would I would yeah. give this a try, and I'd watch it on Hoopla. Fuck Hoopla. that YouTube shit. Yeah. You can. So, <laughs> I so I will say this, and I, I'm glad you reminded me, because we, we usually forget to do this in the episode, where you can watch this. Now, yeah. this is on Tubi in Spanish. <laughs> so <Yes. laughs> not in so, English. Well, then, then Hoopla. Everybody get Hoopla. 
Hoopla is free as long as you have a library card. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's shit. another reason to get Hoopla is that it supports the your local library. So go if you don't have a library card, go get yourself a library card and then you can have a free Hoopla account. And there's no commercials either. Yeah, dude, I never wanted a library card so bad in my life. <laughs> Yeah, because everywhere, everywhere else support you can find Support your local this. library. Support that shit and get yourself some hoopla. Support the support the libraries. Yeah. Um, yeah, everywhere else you can watch this, you have to buy it. So, like, Amazon yeah. has it. Uh, Voodoo has it. But you have to spend money on the seasons to get it. It's not yeah. streaming anywhere. It was on Netflix for a while, and then they got rid of it. It was. I remember so, that. Mm-hmm. I believe that the stuff on the, the episodes on Hoopla are from the Netflix one. So it looks good. It's possibly, good DVD yeah. widescreen mm-hmm. quality. Like it looks good. The two B looks like somebody recorded it off TV on like a seventh generation video. Oh tape. God. Like it, the, 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 I mean the YouTube version, it looks terrible. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not. It looks really bad. It's bad. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's where you can find it. It is available. Again, you got to do some searching. It is on YouTube. And I agree. Mm-hmm. It looks like complete garbage. Yeah. It's like 480. It's not even what, what's yeah. below four. What is that? I don't even know what's the lowest form of quality you can get at yeah, this 360 point. 360 or 480. It was bad, yeah. but it was all I had, and I still had a good time. Okay, guys? A little fuzzy, but Sammy was able to, to, yeah. to get a gist of what she was watching. I put it on the TV initially, and I was like, this is not fucking working. So I went back to my phone. <laughs> uh, my closing thoughts are this. I think this is a great halloween themed anthology episode of great. of some of the previous episodes i've watched i do like it more than attack of the jack-o'-lanterns and i do enjoy goosebumps attack of the jack-o'-lantern we did cover it in the past go back and listen to that episode this is a darker version of that story less mm-hmm. aliens it's more mm-hmm. ambiguous they answer why these jack-o'-lantern monsters are attacking everybody and this you don't quite learn the motive right. But I, I do think they did a good job. Got a ton of atmosphere. It's shot beautifully. I think it looks great. Mm-hmm. Watching it in yeah. HD, not on the crappy YouTube version, just the way it looks, very cinematic. It doesn't look cheap. Mm-mm. And I think if you've never seen it, you should definitely watch it this Halloween season. Your kids don't know how to listen. Just like those kids last year, poking around where they didn't belong. You took them. Those kids disappeared because you took them. They're mine now. My pumpkin heads. So that was R.L. Stein's The Haunting Hour, Pumpkinhead. Be sure to subscribe. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at Haunted Hangover. Head over to hauntedhangover.com for links to the video version of this episode, the audio-only version of this episode, and our Patreon page, which features a bunch of spooky bonus content. And if you're one of those people getting all this stuff for free, you're not paying for it, you're just mooching off of the <laughs> off of our goodwill, then the least you can do is go out there and give us a rating on wherever you're listening to this so that at least maybe somebody else will see it and they'll like it. And remember that the best cure for a hangover is more, more booze.